1: Zelina Vega is returning to WWE, and we have everything you need to know. Plus, we'll take a deep dive into this weekend's Impact Wrestling Show, Under Siege. For Friday, May the 14th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
0: Thinking about the future. No, 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 you know what? Thinking about my future.
1: Zelina Vega is, according to reports from Fightful Select, on her way back to WWE. Now, this began when Zelina was filmed heading into the WWE Performance Center yesterday alongside the daughter of The Rock, Simone Johnson. Fightful have added to that report since then, saying that Vega's return has has been something that's been in the works for quite some time. Let's go back to November of 2020 when Zelina Vega was released from the WWE due to breach of contract. Real name Thea Trinidad, this release came about following issues regarding WWE's third party policies. WWE had called for all their talent to cease streaming on Twitch and working with Cameo as well as terminate all endorsement deals on apps like TikTok. Uh, They've been doing... Twitch streams and, and cameo films and videos for a good while. But a, a new edict had come in that said that all WWE contracted talent are essentially using their WWE names to make money away from the company. And that simply would not do. So they were given a time frame to to wrap up their twitch streams their their cameo uh, commitments and their sponsorship endorsements elsewhere and from november the first they were to sign new contracts to go through wwe for that sort of thing zelina vega was one of several people who were very outspoken about these changes because zelina vega makes a lot of money doing stuff on twitch and she was Not happy with the fact that WWE were telling her to stop making money away from WWE. So she had no intentions on wrapping up her Twitch channel. She even launched an OnlyFans around this time. So with all that going on, WWE treated this as a breach of contract. So she was released from her deal. Zelina Vega shortly after this went on to have some meetings with SAG-AFTRA to discuss unionization, a, a hot topic within wrestling that seems to keep coming around. Also reported that she'd signed an undisclosed short-term deal um, away from WWE, uh, That w- well, a deal with WWE that would prevent her from working away from WWE. So basically killed any rumors of Zelina Vega turning up at AEW revolution. Tony Khan, however, had shown interest in working with Thea Trinidad at some point, but uh, due to this short term deal, she signed with WWE. That didn't look like it was going to be a thing. And we come to yesterday with Vega walking into the WWE performance center. So what is she coming back to do? Well, after being filmed walking to the performance center with Simone Johnson, the daughter of the rock, um, Whilst there's been no word of what's going to happen, there is potential there to maybe work those two to work together on something. They're very good friends in real life. This could bleed into an on-screen partnership as well. Vega's husband, Alistair Black, has been getting the motors running for a return story with some story time vignettes that have really been catching the attention of wrestling fans. Could they maybe be coupling Vega and Black together on SmackDown? This is all mere speculation. Uh, As it stands, what we do know is there's certainly something going on between Vega and WWE. And when we know more about it, we will let you know more at Cultaholic.com.
2: Throughout this past year, our WWE superstars performed tirelessly for all of you. Week after week, month after month, but we all knew there was something missing, something very important, the most important. That would be all of you, our fans, the WWE Universe. And as we emerge from this dreadful pandemic, on behalf of our entire WWE family, we would simply like to say thank you and welcome you to WrestleMania!
1: WWE getting back in front of a live crowd is something that has heavily been talked about over the last month or so. AEW have made their intentions clear to get back on the road in June. And we heard that WWE wanted to start putting on live shows in front of an audience once again from SummerSlam onwards. Uh, Andrew Zarian, who was the presenter on the Matt Men Pro Wrestling podcast that broke the news of NXT moving to Tuesday so he's he's certainly got a good track record for this sort of thing he was reporting yesterday that WWE planned to host live events from the 16th of July which is much earlier than SummerSlam uh, pertains to Uh, he had noted he'd heard that fans will be welcomed back between July the 16th and July the 19th and then from there I guess it's live shows all the way up till SummerSlam they're keen to get the ball rolling and a lot of people will say they heard that AEW are getting back sooner so that's going to change their plans some had heard that no they're going to stay the course we're back to it at SummerSlam but then it's clearly this morning unless they're planning to host SummerSlam in July and wouldn't change the date around which I don't think they are at this point in time they're getting back to live of live shows in front of real people very very soon
0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Guest coaches have been at the WWE Performance Center this week. Allison Danger, the legend of Shimmer. And Ring of Honor was there offering her skills set, along with former WWE and WCW star David Taylor. The lovely picture of David Taylor and William Regal reunited at the Performance Center. Two legends from very different sides of the wrestling track offering their services this week. Sammy Guevara was commenting on his heat with Impact Wrestling when he was chatting to Wrestling Inc. Daily. Guevara said following back in February the creative dispute between Impact and Guevara, which which led to Guevara refusing to work some matches on Impact TV. He said, a lot of stuff was said. It's just business at the end of the day. I know I didn't really say nothing out there and all this stuff that came out was only coming from one side. Some of it wasn't true. I don't want to comment too much on it. I, it was what it was and I still wish everyone the best. We're all friends and we're just all trying to succeed at the end of the day. I, I do like the idea of a build to Sammy Guevara becoming the Impact X division champion at some point. That'd be good times. And talking of the X division championship, it's on the line this weekend at Impact Wrestling under siege. Josh Alexander is going to be defending it against El Fantasmo, who won a six man scramble match to earn the right to challenge him. A great match that saw Fantasmo do a spot where he walked along the ropes, old school style, and then finished it off with a Death Valley driver to the outside of the ring. (laughs) It was a... It was a moment. He has earned himself a shot at Josh Alexander's X title. That goes down at Under Siege, along with Susan and Kimberly tagging up to face to Dashwood and Taylor Wilde while back in the fold at Impact Wrestling. First time back on pay-per-view for her. W Morrissey is going to be facing Willie Mack in singles competition. These two got into it on Impact yesterday. Uh, Brian Myers from AEW is facing Black Taurus. Also, a tag. Tag team eliminator four way TJP and PT Williams facing Ace Austin and Madman Fulton, facing Triple XL and facing Rahit Raju and Shearer. The knockouts tag team titles on the line Rachel Ellering and Jordan Grace defending against Fire and Flavor. Jo- and Rachel Ellering had a conversation with Jack yesterday about becoming the knockouts tag team champion.
0: That was, you know, my pay per view debut and my impact debut. And so I'm truly truly so so happy and so proud uh you know jordan and myself it's been a very crazy last year for everyone uh, you know the last two years for me have been not ideal and so to come back and be put in this position and to deliver and you know now be be part of the champs i'm i'm honored
1: she's in action teaming with jordan grace to face kira hogan and tasha steals at under siege this weekend plus the knockouts championship on the line diana perrazzo taking on havoc that should be if they let them go a fun old match between those two uh, we'll see a six way number one contenders match Moose takes on Chris Saban, who takes on Trey Miguel, who takes on Sammy Callahan, who takes on Chris Bay, who takes on Matt Cardona. So, again, another fun match to determine Kenny Omega's next challenger for the Impact World title. Talking of Kenny, he's in the main event, teaming with the Good Brothers to face off against Eddie Edwards and the Impact Tag Team Champions Finn Juice, Dave Finlay and Juice Robinson in the main event of Under Siege. All that goes down on May the 15th You can watch it via Impact Plus. Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. Love you by Friday today from 4 p.m. British summertime. It is you and I and live calls. To the isolation station will be great to have a chat with you a little bit later on that'll be a good time you can call me via a, a standard phone line or you can add me on Skype Tom.Campbell at Cultaholic.com and call into the show we'll chat about wrestling life the universe whatever you want to talk about we'll talk about it it's the last one uh, until the week after next because I'm off next week so come and say hi uh, this weekend on the Cultaholic podcast feed a brand new episode of the Cultaholic classic Smackdown review goes down matthew greg and i getting together to chat about smackdown from the very first episode all the way to the very end we're deep into the year of our lord 2000 at the moment and we do a little bit on the show i'm going to give you a little sneak preview of tomorrow's show we talk about wrestling from around uh, the world during that particular week and it was the week that the nitro grill closed wcw's ill-fated restaurant the shots in this particular week that we're talking about tomorrow. So I play a game of Name That Nitro Grill Meal with Matthew.
2: Welcome to the Nitro Grill and let's get ready to party. This is Ding, And welcome to the Nitro Grill. I haven't seen the menu yet, but I hope there's something that has my name or likeness on it somewhere. Big, sexy Kevin Just for your information, there is the stinger lima bean casserole on the menu. Kevin Eubanks from the Tonight Show Band. This place is going to do nothing but get bigger and better. The Nitro Grill is open and it's hot. We're sure it's going to be a good time. And watch Monday night on the Tonight Show and see
0: some great
1: wrestling. The Nitro Grill is closing its doors this particular week in the year of our Lord 2000. The Nitro Grill is closing down. I'm amazed it lasted till this point. Yeah,
2: i like, what? The Nitro Grill's been opened?
1: You, do, wow. you haven't even heard of the Nitro Grill?
2: Oh, no, I've heard of it. I just realised at this point in time, it was still open.
1: Yeah. Ste- a steakhouse that opened in 1999 <laughs> at the Excalibur <laughs> Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. If you can't make money from a steakhouse in Las Vegas... <laughs> This. something's gone very very wrong I want to test you I want to celebrate the nitro <laughs> grill which of these are real nitro grill dishes ok so which of these are real food that you can order from the nitro grill Diamond Dallas Burger
2: are you going to read them all out no, tell um... me that
1: one real or not I'm gonna
2: no, because diamond Dallas steak sounds like a better pun. It does,
1: but it's not what they went with. That's a real food on the menu. That's crap, Tom. (laughs) Booker T bone.
2: Oh yes, please yes.
1: That one is real, mate. Yes. Okay, great. That's a pun. Cripple across face cheese steak.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh please be true. Yes.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Superplex salmon fillet.
2: Salmon fillet? No.
1: That was true. Oh <laughs> <Okay. And> f- <laughs> Finally <laughs> Jimmy Hart's Pasta! (laughs) Is that real or not?
2: Yeah, it has to be. That
1: was real!
2: Yeah, because it's crap. (laughs) You wouldn't come up with something that crap.
1: I'm utterly delighted. (laughs) This is a menu. They started writing at one o'clock in the afternoon, and they finished at three a.m. <laughs> that's a three a.m. one. Jimmy, what's we need? We need to call this pasta dish something before we go home. Jimmy Hart's Pasta, that'll do. Yeah,
2: we'll be done in a year anyway.
1: I <laughs> mean, <laughs> they missed out. So, they 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 missed they, some really easy goals with that. They could have. They could have called it. Eat your carbs out, Rick Springfield. Ah. Uh, <laughs>
2: Big, big, sexy's Kevin Mash.
1: <laughs> I wish there was Kevin. I looked for Kevin Mash. You can't order Kevin Mash. I'm, am so, so sad. <laughs> the menu's crap. It's, it's so lazy. I'm glad it's shutting down. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? They they
2: wrote Booker T Bone and went off. Oh, that we we are the smartest. Coolest as funny <laughs> this will be a breeze and then like an hour and a half later after three cigarettes like I'm,
1: I'm done Jimmy Hart's pasta, pasta. <laughs> what a menu what a dream the Holly Classic Smackdown review with Matthew Gregg and myself tomorrow on the podcast feed on Sunday it is a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps I'm joined by comedian from the north of England massive wrestling fan and former wrestler Stefan Peddy
2: I went to Hamalog for the week-long camp, and then I went down quite a few times. The odd weekend, if I was down that neck of the woods. But travelling all the way from Newcastle down to Kent is like an eight-hour train journey. Mm. So you can imagine it is a long time to get down there. And then you're sore and you're stiff coming back as well. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, unless you're training constantly, you're going to get out of the hell. Mm-hmm. and your, your body's not used to it. Um and when we were sitting coming up with it, we all came up with names, but I had I had judgmental be foamed in my head from about the age of 16. Because so it was like, right, um, but my idea was, okay, you've got the Death Sentence Powerbomb. So at the time, it was all the really gimmicky WWF stuff. So it was like, right, okay, well, I'll put a bit of cloth on your head, put the white cloth on your head before you deliver it, <laughs> which would give you like a five-second pause to do something. Um, coming down with full weight of the law would be a splash off the top rope. Um for a long stretch would be a camel clutch and it was looking going what can I actually do <laughs> what can I actually do and what would be a good name so I've always loved that side of it and um, the booking and the coming up with the characters and all that that's the best for me that would be best job ever
1: youtube.com forward slash cultaholic brand new lists over the weekend plus the cultaholic wrestling podcast and live reactions to wrestlemania backlash with adam pacitti on sunday night Test York AEW knowledge over at Cultaholic.com. Can you name all the wrestlers who competed at AEW Double or Nothing 2019? Good luck with that. I am off next week, so there'll be no regular news podcast next week. You will get a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps, though, as I am in conversation with Sean Waltman, a.k.a. X-Pac, on wednesday you'll hear that on the podcast feed and see that on the cultaholic youtube channel as well i'll catch up with you soon don't forget to join us love you bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better
2: than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter